0: Before we get started, uh, the VOD situation, the classes, the VOD schedule is going to be a little spotty over the next two weeks. Uh, first of all, as you all know, my daughter had a baby boy, so I'm going to Eretz Yisrael for the bris. So we're not going to have a VOD, probably not have a VOD Thursday morning, unless I'm taking a Thursday afternoon flight. But if I go late Wednesday night... We're not going to have a VOD Thursday morning. I hopefully will be back in Yeshiva Monday morning, but there still won't be a VOD Monday morning because I'll be landing early Monday morning. So basically the Pashtas is, is not going to be a VOD Thursday, Friday, Sunday, and Monday. Okay, so those four days will be off. The following week is Hanukkah. So we will have hopefully Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, Avad. But then you're off Friday, Shabbos, Sunday, and Monday morning you're off. So there won't be Avad until Tuesday. So that's gonna be a little bit, a little bit quieter around here. And uh, we'll see possibly next week we'll do Avad on Hanukkah, maybe we'll do one day or two days on the Indian of Hanukkah, okay? Okay, let's get started. So as you all know, we're in the most important subject for us, because although we're discussing over here how one acquires this high level called Pirishut, which we explained many times before that Pirishut means that a person is willing to abstain. From the pleasures of this world, even though those pleasures are not forbidden. That means he's willing to live a lifestyle that is going to take from this world only what is necessary, which is a very high level for very great people. But yet, yeah, we're gonna take practical lessons from here, because we're gonna use the Messiel Seshorem's, uh, techniques to be able to work on our desires, and our desires, unfortunately, bring us to places that are not good. So we have to learn the same techniques, how to deal with desires. Okay, so we're going to read a little inside, and then we're going to bring out some of the points that were mentioned yesterday, which most of a lot of you weren't here, because it was off Shabbos, so we're going to go over a lot of those points and get them clear. Okay, so again, yeah, let's read the words inside, Perek so the, the best method, the best method to acquire precious is to take a deep look, to look into deeply, to think the lowness of the worthlessness of pleasures of this world it means you have no benefit from them whatsoever. They don't have anything that's beneficial to you. It's only pleasure. Now this is a pill that we have to swallow because in America we were trained to think that pleasure itself is the ends and it's the most important thing and you have to spend money on pleasure. And the I'm saying is that pleasure is a worthless thing. It's an empty thing and it's even a bad thing, okay which we'll learn about and its loneliness and its emptiness and its worthlessness the pleasure itself. And not only that And the problem with pleasures is not only that they're empty and they're useless, and there's no benefit for you, and it doesn't, it's not doing anything for you, but it's also dangerous for you. And this, so you have to know, that the nature of man, which makes us like a magnetic force towards pleasure, we have this like magnetic force, right? You feel those urges. And you, those desires and those obsessions that we become totally like fixated on it and we're uh, willing to spend money on it and time and energy on tithes, right? Why is that? And it takes so much to get out of it. When you get used to a pleasure, it's like an addiction to some degree and you got to really break a habit and it's so complicated. Why is that? <laughs> This is because the Yetzirah does a tremendous job playing a trick on you, flattering you, and talking to your heart, and showing you false images. <speaking in Hebrew> he paints a false picture in front of your eyes of what is actually good, and what's beneficial, and what is, what is useful. Right? We're going to go into that in a minute. <speaking> in <Hebrew> this was the pitui... This was the seduction that the Nahash seduced the first people on the planet, Adam and Hava. The woman looked at the, the fruit of the tree of etzadat and she said, wow, this looks good. It looks good, right? And it's a desire to the eyes when you use your faculty of reasoning and understanding, and you get a certain clarity, that that is a false version of goodness. It's something in a fantasy. Which will have no... It will not stay it'll just come and go it's a fleeting moment and The Harabo amiti and the evilness in it is real or it will bring you to something evil very closely soon it'll bring you to that and then a person will come to despise it and want to go away from it. Alken zeo kolari mutz et zarisheinu v'le adam et zichlo. He has to train his intellect, lahakir bechushas ata anugim ha'elav eshikrum, to see the emptiness, the, the 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 lies and the sheker that the Yitzchara sells you when he talks about tayvis ha'elavaze. Adcheme elavim asbam, and then he will become by himself memeila. He'll come to be more Shabain of v'l'shalch hame'it. Now this is one of the hardest pieces of Mesir HaSasharim that we have to really go into the amkis of what he's doing over here. Okay? I want to take you into the world of Oymek, of what Mesir Sharam is saying here, which is going to be a, a big depth. Okay? You ready? Rabbi have big stuff here. So basically, Mesir HaSasharim says, that all desires of this world is an illusion okay Let, let's follow what he's saying let's try to understand the omic and let's see if we could actually apply these skills in real life okay so he's saying that meaning pleasures for the sake of pleasure not something that has a toilet from it that means I eat that gives me strength. I may even need emotionally to have some enjoyment in the food. So again, it doesn't only mean physically needs. There's things in this world that give you physical needs, emotional needs, psychological needs. You need to have some taking from this world in order to be a normal person. To be a functioning human being, 100%. So all those things that you're taking from the world... That serve a purpose, and obviously the serving the ultimate purpose of being healthy so you can serve Hashem. So therefore there is pleasures of this world that serve the ultimate purpose. That's 100% okay. That's a mitzvah. That's fine. That's great. That's unbelievable. But to take pleasure from the world just for the sake of the pleasure, okay, doesn't serve any other higher purpose. It's only the pleasure itself. And he says, now this we need to think about. He says that the only reason why a person does it is because the A Sahara creates an illusion where you believe that the pleasure is good and purposeful. You hear what he's saying? the is saying deep things. You as an individual are wired in a certain way that you have yitzarim. You have desires. You have urges. You have a need for pleasure. You have that. Okay? That you're built into your reality like that. And there's a purpose for those things. You need those things. If you don't have a certain amount of hergeshim you can't be married. Finished. Not nageyam. You can't have ahavasatura You can't have any emotions. People, some people are, their emotions are dead. Maybe, maybe they went through a trauma and therefore they learned how to suppress emotions. These are very complicated subjects. But the point is we need to have emotions. We need to have feelings. We need to even have some deriving some pleasure from the world in order to be sane. It's a necessity, right? You could live on bread and water technically. And a vitamin, if you just want a little vitamin for extra nutrients, but if you tried that, you'd probably snap after a while. Okay? So it's not made to be like that. Even a big sadiq doesn't eat bread and water. Okay? So the point is, there is a certain amount for a healthy human being that's a necessity. Correct? So now he's saying like this. But the human being, you're listening to what he's saying, he's saying a dover omike. Oh the human being would not go over the limit. Naturally, he will not go over the limit unless the Yed Zahara will create some form of a fantasy and a Peter Alev to, to suck him in and seduce him into thinking. That this is a good thing for him and beneficial for him. That's what the Basil Tisham said. I just read you the words. Word for word. Mila Bemila. He says that black and white. You never thought like that. You always thought, What should I do, Rabbi? My typhus. What should I do? <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't blame it on your typhus. Blame it on your dimyon. Blame it on your weak mind. You hear? That's what he said. And yesterday I read you a porno who said that the reason why the Nahash was able to get the woman first, because of the Khushat Sikhla, weak mind, and lazy to think it through. That's what he says. He's a Rishi. Black on white. That means the attack is on the brain. The attack is not the taivol. You are naturally, you're not gonna do something that's dangerous for you, right? You're not an idiot you're not a moron you're not missing brains right so let's say take take a cigarette for a second right if the guy the scientific evidence is all there the the the, the smoking the 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 e-ligs whatever the scientific ev- evidence is all there right so which person who's sane who likes himself would even think of taking that stuff into his system right so now you can't say well i have a type Because your tivas is your desires were given to you for a healthy purpose. So it it can't be that it's the taiva per se that drives you to do dangerous things and to take marijuana. You can't say that it's taiva that does that. What does it is a power of the Yetzer called Dimyan and which makes you believe certain realities which are not realities. And by doing so, he activates your taiva for a wrong thing. Yeah? It's a deep thing. Therefore, the Mesir Zisharim says, the way to stop yourself from getting sucked into taivas is what? Build your seichel. If you build your seichel to the point that you will see the danger and the falsehood in the way the Yitzhahara Painted a picture of what's good and what's beneficial and what's workable and what's possible. That he says, if you if you strengthen your brain, then your natural tivis won't take you to the wrong places. Hear that? It's a chidush. I don't think there's one person in this room that ever thought like that. You think that tivis take you places where you're not supposed to go. You think your natural desires bring you to places that you're not allowed to go. And that's not true. Obviously, you need taiva. If you didn't have taiva, you wouldn't have to go to those places. But there's a pre-step that happens before taiva. That's called dimyan and pitui, Which we have to define those terms better. And therefore, the number one... Line of defense against your taiva Is strengthening the way you think In reality If you understand reality And you're not easily persuaded That means you're not a person that's easily persuaded Because you have clarity And you see the clear truth Then the Yetzirah doesn't have strength on you, right? And Memela, What's going to happen in the lushan of the Tasharim Is as bam. If he's so clear in what these desires, actual the actual truth about these desires, the actual nature of the desire, then he will by himself be more it. Okay? So a lot of people don't think like this. Why don't they think like this? Well so listen, I know, let's say for example, I know smoking is dangerous, it's not the question. But I have a taiva anyway. So they think that taiva is stronger than seichel, Right? That's what they think. Seel the says, no. Taiva is not stronger than seichel. That means you still don't have clarity. And you're still being seduced. And you're still being faked. And you're still being told things. Now we need to understand. This is a very deep subject. Because like we have to. That's one problem. That we have to tackle here in this Vat together To really understand what the Mesil Tasharim is saying We have to really, really hop what the man is saying He's saying deep things And if you don't get it clear You'll never overcome your desires The second problem that we have to deal with Is an avoidance Hashem We never, ever rely on the chokhmah by itself To do the job Okay, let me bring it out like this. Okay, and this is fundamental. We're touching fundamentals. is the to show himself, in a couple of lines, is going to be meramus to this problem. Okay, so we're le- we're- we have to learn Masil to show practical. You want to know how to fight your desires? You want to know how to win it? You got to learn this Perek Be'iyun Rab to understand it. Okay, so we have a cloud. tell you the clout. The klal is, it says in the parashah, and this is coming up for Hanukkah, so it's good to notice. It says in the parashah, Yafd Elokim Yefet. You know what Yafd Elokim LeYefet means? Hashem gave beauty to Yefet. Who's Yefet? You ever heard of Yavan? You ever heard of them? Yavanim? Hanukkah? All you know about is donuts. and am flying to who knows where. Uh, Mr. Gambi. I don't want to see anything going Hanukkah. Hanukkah is this Hashem. Got it? Now, so it says Hashem gave beauty to Yavan. The the main beauty of Yavan is not the way they look. The main beauty of Yavan is that they have Chokhmah. They have tremendous Chokhmah. But then the pasuk says, "Byishkon shem. Rashi says, "But they don't have hashra'at ha'sechina." Got it? So. Yevanim have Chochmah but they don't have Now what does that mean? I want to get this clear You see the Torah is full of Chochmah but the book is not written like that All you see in the Torah is behaviors Do this, do that Do that, do this do that. Even the Gemara If I had to write a Gemara If they asked Yaakov Rari to write a Gemara I would write it like a Greek Yeah, I would write it like a Greek you know what I would say? How does the oymek of the Kenyan of Kedushan work? Yesh lachkor, right? You'll never see that in the Gemara, ever. The presentation is not a presentation of Chokhmah, in the beauty of Chokhmah. It just says, Aisha ha'niknes b'shloy shedrochem. Finito alla you know? Now, you have to see in the P'ula and in the Din... And in the halakha, the umit, the death. But it's not presented in a beautified way. Meaning, what does that mean? Know, you get the umki, you're yeah, you following this deep stuff. The Mishnah says that a person who has more wisdom than actions, <laughs> more knowledge than action, this guy is like a tree that has no roots. And therefore, if you have no roots, you're a very shvacha tree. And if you're a very shvacha tree, you're, you're not gonna last. You're not gonna have good behaviors that are not gonna come out from you. But if you have more mice in the chokmah, that means if you're more in rooted and implanted in action, then you're gonna produce big fruits. The fruits is the chokhma. That means the chokhma, in other words, what it's saying is like this. Get this clear. Rabbi boy's Josh, you with me. Chochmah doesn't produce big people. Maisim produce big chachomim. That means you could have an Aristotle, who is a massive chacham, in the beautified version of chochmah, but then he could fall in the lowest animalistic behavior possible. Because his chochmah, doesn't produce anything, right? How does Chachma Yisrael work? Chachma Yisrael are also massive Chachomen, but they work through behaviors. I have to explain to you the science of that. That's Hashra Sashkina. Hashra Sashina means you connect Hashem to you. Okay? So again, so according to this, what I'm telling you now, which the whole Torah is built on this, that our Chachma is built through action. Even small deeds, which I have to explain all this to you. I'm opening up massive sugis in front of you. But the Masihil Zasharan for a moment seems to say not that way. He says if you want to fight your taiva, then enter the world of chokhmah. If you enter the world of understanding of wisdom through your brain, memela you'll be able to control yourself. He's not giving you a mice. So I have to explain that to you. So today I don't really have time, but I'm just opening up a sugi for the boys. Let's get the sugi clear. It's a sugi that's very amok. Because we walk around all day and we have a lot, a lot, a lot of Yitzharim. And today there's more triggers than there ever been in the entire world. We are triggered for desires like you've never seen. And we want to be able to deal with that. Okay? Because one of the basic, basic principles, I'll end with this point. One of the basic principles with the Masil Sasharm is telling us the reason why our desires are triggered is because of Dimion. Right? That's why our desires are triggered. A very basic fundamental of Dimyon means. What does Dimion mean? We translate it as fantasy, but really what does Dimyun mean? Lidamot Milta milta. To compare, to associate, right? The Gemara says, if you look at a woman in the old days, they didn't have the dryers, right? So people used to hang out the clothes on the clothesline, right? So if you know a certain person, your neighbor, let's say, and the big day, the uh the colorful bigodim is hanging on the clothesline, it's asur for you to look at it. Because what's going to happen, the process of association is going to bring you all the way to the Averid itself with the woman in your mind. Right? That's called the milsa LaMilsa. It associates. Right? That's called the trigger. Okay? I have to explain how these things all work. I'm opening up a very deep subjects for you. But we in this society today, we have a lot of triggers. And we basically turn into a bunch of ADHD people who can't concentrate. Because we are triggered and triggered and triggered Because we expose ourselves to all the triggers of the world And once you're triggered And once your dimyan comes in And once your pita comes in You're cooked You understand? So we need to understand how to um, You know, deal with these triggers We have to know how to deal with sechel, Develop the sechel. And the last thing which we have to explain is How working in the sechel is going to do the trick we need to have behaviors to help us do the trick. Okay, so this is a big subject. I hope to finish it before I go out to Eretz Yisrael, and you have to come consistently and get this clear. This is very, very fundamental. Stop here for today.